Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, a songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is where I discuss music, movies, books, pop culture, theology, and more with friends, colleagues, and sometimes just by myself. Now make sure to let me know what you think of today's episode by leaving me a review on iTunes or by tweeting at me at Rick Lee James on Twitter. And please join my mailing list at rickleejames.com where you can receive an email every time a new episode is released. And by the way, in case you're interested in a daily dose of kindness and encouragement beyond this podcast, I also run the Twitter account at MrRogersSay where I post daily quotes from Fred Rogers, one of the voices in my head. Well, I guess that's it for the intro, so sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of Voices in My Head. Welcome back to Voices in My Head. As always, I'm your host, Rick Lee James. I'm grateful that all of you listening are here, especially for today's conversation. As you know from the last podcast we released, it was about Ukraine and what is going on there. And we had uh, Brandon Sipes and Jeremy Hudson, uh, who both were in conversation, talking about ways that we could pray, ways that we could reach out, ways that we can help. Today is going to continue that, and actually the next episode following this one, if all goes as planned, is going to be sort of a three-in-a-row episodes about Ukraine, the situation there, and also with next episode, it's going to be focusing on refugees, not only there, but around the world in places like Afghanistan. So I'm grateful, as I said before, that all of you listening are here for this conversation today. It's necessary and it's something that as Christians it's our obligation and our duty to help in any way that we can. My guest today on Voices in My Head is Fred Human. Fred is an old friend and he heads Music Works International and has since 2012 been working alongside a seminary in Kiev, Ukraine, teaching students and partnering in conferences for worship leaders. I'm so glad to have Fred back. So Fred, welcome back to Voices in My Head. Great to be back, Rick. I always love being with you, and I love the way you approach life and the kind of focus you give to what you do, so I'm grateful. Well, thank you. Well, I am certainly grateful for having you today. It's interesting the way that God seems to work things out. Um, I was thinking of you, of course, in all the lead-up to what was having happening in Ukraine and watching your posts as, as what was happening. And then when I reached out, it's been hard to get together because you've been very yeah, busy. Yeah, well, <laughs> And, Crazy. and uh and even in a wonderful way and i'll have to say this at the beginning because i want to let everybody know about it christianity today reached out to you a few days ago and you were able to in cooperation with them uh do a piece about five ukrainian worship songs for war and peace and there's uh, there's youtube videos there's a spotify playlist and for me this sunday morning looking for a way to to be in solidarity in some way even just walking to church i was listening to that spotify playlist i live pretty close to my church where i serve so i often will walk on sunday mornings and that walk turned into um, with the songs that i was familiar with even though they were not singing in my language i was singing right along with them and so if anybody listening has not seen it you can do a search for christianitytoday.com 
uh, five Ukrainian worship songs for war and peace, or you can put in Fred Human's name as well, and you'll find that. But thank you, first of all, for that wonderful piece and uh, for those songs, which have been so inspiring and helpful. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, it, it was one of those things where they called and I said, yeah, well, I think I could do that. I'd like to do that. I'm equipped to do that, but I'm trying to start a relief fund right now. Let's yeah. see what we can do. Yeah. And God worked it out because one of the things that we've been working on over the years we've been in Ukraine is getting them out of dependence on uh, Western songs. And worship is more than songs, but they had taken the whole Western model on. And I said, when they would put together a worship set, I would say, so where's the Ukrainian song? And I'd get, I don't care, where's the Ukrainian song? So we've been equipping them now, and so it was a labor of love to be able to put those songs together because the one, the two more poppy or current Ukrainian songs, one was written by a dear friend who went home to be with the Lord last year at 38 out of the blue, who was a teacher and a leader of our conferences, pastor out in the west of Ukraine. It was devastating, but the song was so powerful. And the other one was from two of our graduates uh, who also got featured on the second album in that series that the guy's been doing in Ukraine. And it's just strong, strong songs. And so I'm reading the lyrics and I'm weeping. Going, yeah. Okay, I knew there were strong songs, but they just impacted me. So yeah. I think this, is, this has become a good way uh, to get the word out, especially amongst our tribe, Rick. But yeah. I mean, Ted Olson at Christianity Today deserved props because he got to me, he tracked me down and uh, on one of the uh, one of the groups on Facebook and we did it. And I talked to him yesterday and we're eager to see some other things happen that we, so we can help support. So please go there. Please listen to the songs. They will bless you. The funny thing was, last thing, we actually scooped SNL <laughs> because... We, the first song on there is what's been a national spiritual anthem for Ukraine since the 1800s. Mm. And uh, we, most, lots of churches I've been involved with, they will end their services with that just as over the last eight years. And so we posted this very good choral version of it with great video of places around Ukraine. And then that night, SNL had the same song done by a Ukrainian choir from New York. I thought, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> no, I'm, I was thrilled. I, and props to them for doing it because the lyrics are so powerful. Yeah. And it really is a prayer of Ukraine saying, you know, almost like we deserve to be here. Protect us. We're following you. Sure. Just very poignant. Yeah. Very poignant. Yeah, the, and both both very powerful moments. I'm I'm grateful mm -hmm. the, both for your contribution and sharing the song, and then SNL. So yeah, you can you should hold that banner high that you scooped them for sure. But but it was great. It was gotcha. great seeing that choir too that was singing on the show, and it was a it was a all very, in Vishivanka, all in the yeah. Ukrainian national uh, embroidery. Uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Incredible. Well, yeah. I, as I've been talking with friends of mine, you know we. As technology gets better and we're able to communicate better around the world in easier ways, in, in ways like we're doing now over Zoom, um, this particular invasion is is affecting the world in in a way that I can't remember others in the past doing. Even when it was like the first televised wars, like in Iraq and things like that that we were seeing, yeah. I don't know that we had the connectivity in the way that we have now. And there's something about right now, especially 
the the huge Christian presence that we have in Ukraine. Um, it's not just it's not just you and your ministry. It's friends of mine who work through the Nazarene Church that have ministries going on there. As a matter of fact, the district superintendent of of Ukraine uh, was on the Today Show last Saturday, um, being featured. He was. He, he and his wife were in a bunker and were just kind of telling what was happening, how to pray. Um, just amazing i mean it was the coverage yeah i was with them in december i spoke in their church oh wow i don't know how i missed that their son interpreted for it for yeah. me well um one one of our students uh our graduates uh, goes goes there i mean uh, wow jeez i didn't know that sorry I'm yeah well i'll make sure and get you a link and and it's, it's okay to get choked up that's fine and it's very real to you especially but i think it's becoming very real to many of us even yesterday um the last episode that i released on voices in my head is a local church here in town with a friend of mine who works with nazarene compassionate ministries and they are an independent church and they have a ministry in ukraine and they also have a ministry in russia and um it's been interesting to see the way that you know communication has been getting out and and the church has been at prayer and we've been seeing and our hearts have been touched in ways that um i guess in the past we just haven't known about it and it's humanized it so much um so i wonder if if today as we talk a bit and and i know we don't necessarily want to get into specifics of names and locations and things like that because we are trying to protect as much as we can but tell us a little bit about, if you could, I, I would love to know a few of the stories, um, first of all, that can just help us connect with your work and your experience with the Christians in Ukraine and, and what this has meant to you to see all of this happen because now you're not just seeing things through a news lens and through a camera from far away. You're seeing relationships, real people being affected that you know and um, maybe just share some stories with us, some some good and and some things, ways that we can help as well. well. I appreciate that. I mean, it's it's ironic that as you were talking about connecting and how we're able to be in touch with people, not only seeing the war, but seeing the people. I, have, I mean, the reason I bent over to the side here was that uh, there's one of our students uh, from the seminary who is in Slovakia. Who, whose parents said, you get out of the country because where we are is dangerous. And I just saw that they're bombing that city right now. Oh, no. But I've, all morning I've been talking to friends in Poland who uh, are willing to help. But I had to take, this gal's in Slovakia. She speaks English fairly well as one of our second year students. Uh, very creative. And, uh, and her English is okay, but I wanted to make sure I had it exact. So I, I'm on Telegram, which most Americans don't use, but it's Eastern European thing, and gosh, it's amazing, uh, and it's and it's secure. And so I sent a Telegram message to our one of our teachers who's in um, Kirovograd. I can mention that Ukraine, and they've been bombed in the last couple of days. I said, would you please get in touch with Oriana, find out exactly what she needs, come back to me. Then I can take that information, get in touch with the guy in Poland, then get to Elena, who's on on her way, and say, how do we do this? How do we do that? How do we connect? And I just did a, a message to both of them, to this pastor in Poland, and to Elena, to say, okay, you guys work it out. I know you've got to get to this city. He's got a church. 
in this city and you'll be able to stay there, but you guys talk amongst yourselves. That's been in the last 15 minutes. Hmm. I mean, go figure. Wow. Sorry. So that's an immediate story that's unfolding as we go. Sure. Now she doesn't have great mobile. Gosh, she doesn't have a great mobile connection, you know, so how do we? Yeah. So all of that. Well, my brain is somewhat addled, but I think I can give you some idea of what's been going on. I'm thinking of a gal who is who actually teaches at another seminary there, but has been one of our translators. In fact, she translated at an event for me back in 2014, right after my dawn. The, after the beginning of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And uh, Anya is a brilliant young woman, and she sent me a note saying, you know, here's where I am. I'm in, in, in Kiev, and there's stuff going on all around, but I'm okay. Then, but she said, then two days later, she said, just so you know, I'm, we're leaving Kiev. I was out in, in front of our house and a, a missile hit the apartment building across from us and people died so we're on our way Ugh. and she's now in another location in ukraine ministering to people who are refugees and others ministering to children from where she is inside ukraine um and that let's just pause on that for a second you know i don't want to slander america i mean i'm kind of an international citizen of the 50 countries some people say, do you even like being an American? And I said, <laughs> yes, I do. Um, but I talk enough about overseas, and I'm just astounded at my colleagues and friends there in the churches who have said, no, we're not going anywhere. We're going to minister to the people who are here. Wow. Our seminary just, they've been at the front lines. Um, and I, I, it's fair enough to say this. I mean, anytime you have seen in the last couple of days, Gustavo, it's either spelled with a G or an H, depending because that same sound that that represents the same sound in Ukrainian. You t talk about that airport that they cleared. That's Gostomo, Bucha, Irpin. All those are within ten kilometers of where I teach. Mm -hmm. And then Horenka, which got blasted away at last night or night before, that's literally the next village up. Wow. So we are in the center. My colleagues are in the center of that. There's a small crew there protecting because we got everybody all the students who were there out into the west but the crew who are there are serving the neighborhood they're feeding soldiers they're making the basements available during bomb raids they are uh you know tending to the needs of widows who are there who who are uh, some of whom are already refugees from the previous thing the thing that killed me though in the, in the note they sent through was oh and our kitchen workers refused to evacuate because they wanted to be there to serve the people. Wow. It's like, what? Um, I think of one other student, well, graduate. His family, uh, we've known them for a while. He graduated from the seminary. His sister is one of our instructors, and his dad's uh, pastor. They lived in Donetsk. So Donetsk, now everybody knows Ukrainian geography, if you watch TV at all, but let me recap. Donetsk and Luhansk are the two cities in the occupied region of the far east of Ukraine. And the thing that was the Putin's pretense for declaring they were independent countries, Russian-backed separatists. So back in 2014, Daniil was 14. Mm. And he was out with his father, and they got abducted by the separatists. And they grilled them. And they uh, talked about, well, you're propagandizing, and you're not... These are nominally orthodox people, so I am not slamming. This would be like a nominal Christian, you know. I was 
born in the church, I must be a Christian, uh, etc. And they put them in in jail. And over the next couple of days, his family, this is 2014, family could not find them. Uh, they're, you know, mom is despairing. They're trying to figure it out. And uh, they tried to appeal here and appeal there and appeal there. They basically got them out hours before they were going to be shot. Now, Daniil is, when they revamped the Ukrainian police a couple of years ago, he joined the police force. And now he's a territorial defense guy, and he's on the front lines. Hmm. And it's like, and he's a good drummer, by the way. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, this is, I mean, this is how I know this guy, yeah, you know. Sure. When I met his family and got to know them, it's like, how do you even begin to fathom what they faced? And now to have it again. And so I give this young man a lot of latitude in how he feels about what he's about to do yeah because in many ways he is uh, trying to you know i, I just you got to think he's well i know he's very motivated he's posting it on facebook all the time yeah so it's that on a, on a lighter note i was watching a, a news report on abc or saw a clip on abc of the guys in lviv he was in western ukraine uh the big city there i also teach at a seminary there and uh, they're they're in the center part of Lviv in the uh, in the square, and he's, let's talk to this shopkeeper. Let's see what's going on there. They walk into the shop and they're talking to the owner. And I'm going, I bought souvenirs for my supporters in that shop. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's like, or you see the guys on top of the Intercontinental uh, in Central Kiev with St. Michael's in the background and the foreign ministry on the other side. And I'm going, how many billions of times have I been there? Yeah. Um, if you go to my uh, one of my pages, I've got a big picture of St. Michael's on there. I've got St. Sophia, which is the cathedral that was built in 1018 uh, as for the first Christians in the Slavic world. I mean, it, it, it's just I mean, it's so surreal and awful and horrific for all our students and friends and colleagues and churches and schools there. And I'm sitting here going, I know this place. I mean, yeah. this is not just. Oh, look, that's a funky looking place. I hope the people are okay. It's just, yeah. This is part of my life. Uh -huh. I mean, it's, I, I, it's hard to get out of that. So as I think maybe that's why I'm so intent on helping yeah. get my head down there. Because if I stop to think about it, I'll be pet food. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just got to keep doing it to keep helping. Well, and I so appreciate what you're doing and, and the ways that you're trying to help right now in, in ways when so many of us just feel helpless, you know. Uh, to do anything. So I, I do want to talk about that because I know you've been working on establishing this relief fund um, for those who are there and um, and those who are, uh, my goodness, the refugee situation just increased and million. Know, it was a already million. bad around a the world. A million refugees. Um, so there's definitely a need and there's going to be many more needs to be met in the coming days. If you could tell us a bit, I know that thankfully we have, um, <laughs> at least right now, everybody seems to have pretty good internet access um, yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Tell us how to get to that relief fund um, where where we can go and, and be of assistance if people are listening today and they have some money and they want to contribute. Oh, well, thanks for, for asking, Rick. Somebody said to me yesterday, says, you were building the plane while you're flying it. And I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I said to them, you know, last week I was, uh, you know, two weeks ago, I was a non-residential missionary 
discipling young men and women uh, in theology and music in two places, in two seminaries and conferences across Ukraine. And now I lead a relief fund. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's more out of the compassion of my heart and the need to help these people. Yeah. Um, we, we are, we've just started a fund. It's called Serve Ukraine, capital S, capital U, all together. Um, and we have a URL, a web address, but our web hosting company has not yet published the redirect. Oh, so in other okay. words, when you, if you go to serveukraine.org, it goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Gotcha. But we've got a landing page, uh, and uh, I'm working on that today. been for the last two days yeah. trying to sort that out. And I'll probably get on the phone right after this to sort that. But they, I'll give you the exact, I'll give you the specific address right now. It's not as memorable, That's but fine. it's fairly simple. It, it's ACT as an act, A-C-T-I-N-T-L, like the abbreviation for international, A-C-T-I-N-T-L dot giving fuel, two words together, G-I-V-I-N-G-F-U-E-L dot com slash serve Ukraine. Um, our focus, yeah. So actintl dot givingfuel.com slash serve Ukraine. Okay. Hopefully, the serveukraine.org.com will be active uh, soon, but that will get you there. Um, we are, I'm, after this, I'm talking to somebody about sorting all that out. It's like, like I yeah. said, flying the plane, building it while you're flying it. Yeah. Um, so that people will get more information. We are part of a, a large family of ministries that, that that uh, will support and handle all the funds. It's all 501c3. It's under our ministry, Music Works International. The um, uh, the focus is going to be starting with the people we know, yeah. because the Red Cross has their is- issues, their opportunities. Samaritan's Purse has theirs. I've got a network of several thousand people, teachers, leaders across the country, some of who are scattered from Western Europe to other places in Ukraine that need help. So we're focusing on both the organizations and the people and doing what we can uh, to get what they need to them in a timely fashion. Well, to make this as easy as we can, uh, I'm going to make sure that in all of our links to the show that we have that uh, that web address in there. Even if it's the long one, we'll just make sure and do an easy link so people can just click. So uh, if any Super. of you listening, subscribe, especially through my Substack page, which is rickleyjames.substack.com. Uh, this episode will release there, and it'll go out as an email, too, so all of my listeners will make sure and have it that way, too, if they've subscribed to Great. the email well, list. So, um, Super. so hopefully we'll, we'll be able to get a few more clicks on it in that way. Um, that would be helpful. Already people are responding well, and, and I haven't even been able to emphasize it yet, so wow. that's, that's good. Well, that's That'd great. Thank you. Well, you know, Fred, I, I want to say, too... It's always important, I think, to find ways of encouraging each other if there's any way that we can encourage. And I know this is a huge load upon you. So I I first want to say thank you um, for the ways that you have been um, keeping us updated for one thing, um, whether it be through Facebook, things like the Christianity Today article, which just seemed like it was a God thing that happened even when you weren't expecting it. Um, But I know you must be terribly exhausted too there's an emotional toll that you're carrying that because you know you know these are brothers and sisters not just in a picture or far away these are people that you know um if it's any encouragement to you at all i just want to let you know how much i appreciate you and what a 
what an, a formative um, person you have been to my life. You know, I, I think back over to uh, when we first met at that song discovery conference and, and uh, you had heard one of my songs, I lift up my eyes. Um, and it was because of you that I, I still credit you to even my uh, having any foot in the publishing world at all and Lifeway thankfully they picked up they picked up that song never did anything with it but they did a whole bunch of stuff with all a bunch of my other songs <laughs> which is kind of funny welcome to publishing yeah uh, exactly well, but it's but it's interesting in the ways you know I never would have thought back then when we first met just think of how God moves um, in ways that you've been there for me over the years and now here you mm -hmm. are again being there for me and people that I minister to uh, in ways you wouldn't have even known about, you know, and, and right now it's giving us a chance, thank the Lord, uh, to have these connections, and I'm, I'm grateful for the kingdom of God and how big it is and the way that, that we get to help each other, hopefully, in these times. So if it means anything, you've been a real encouragement and a help to me in my life and in my ministry, and you are continuing to do so. So I hope you'll find that as some encouragement in the midst of all this uh, difficulty. You, you maybe have some idea, but you have no idea how much that means, Rick. And I, you're very kind. It's, it's the kind of thing where I feel like that's what we're supposed to be for one another. Hmm. You know, if, I, if you've got something that I've, that if you need something that I've got, and or it's a relationship that you can use another brother, it's like, well, duh. Yeah. Let's put them together and see what God happens, what God does. As we're talking on my screen here, finally, the pastor in Poland and our student have connected. Yeah. And so they're now working out where they will be and where she'll be able to stay even tonight. So it's like, that's wonderful. That's it's the networking thing. That's the thing that's amazing. People get so frustrated. Sorry, I'm ADHD today. No, go People ahead. People get so frustrated. Well, social media, this and social media, that, and Instagram, that, going, you know what? You can control what you see on those things. In the meantime, I could not do what I do without. Facebook slash Instagram slash telegrams slash messenger slash WhatsApp. What man may be meant for evil, God's using for good. Yeah. And I don't know that man meant it for evil, but it's become a, a conduit for vehemence and sinfulness and, yeah. and, and people attacking one another. But gosh, I mean, I'm, it's astounding. I mean, where else could you do Tennessee, uh, Ukraine, Poland, you know, et cetera, all at the same time right. in a morning? Exactly. Well, and um, I'm and saving I'm, lives. And I'm and I'm struck by this too. You know, I'm and I don't know exactly how to put it. I guess I am moved and amazed by the stories you're telling this morning, and and not just that we have Christians in Ukraine, but we have disciples um, who have who are staying. Many of them to serve when the rest of us, a lot of times, we'd probably say, "I'm getting out of here." Um, yeah. I've, I've wondered what it has meant, especially for Christians, many of us who are committed to nonviolence, what do we do in a war, <laughs> you know, um, and, yep. I'm, and, I, yep. and I'm hearing it in some ways right here, like, we're, we're going to stay and keep making food, and we're going to stay and keep serving these people here that, that need help, and, and if some way, I guess maybe something we can continue to pray for is that the, the Christians of Ukraine would be Christ in the midst of everything that they're doing. And may their witness embolden us in ours to be, um, to be not, not just people who say 
we're Christians, but who actually act and live like Christians, you know, that we yeah, be yeah, yeah. Christ in our world. Oh, absolutely. And that's spoken so strongly to me. And the other side of it is, though, and as somebody who is similar to you, um, I don't know what I'd do if I was faced with that dilemma. Right. And, uh, and so I respect people like Daniel who have said, no, I'm protecting my people. Um, yeah. some, some of us are called to do that. And in a broken world, what do you do? Those are not easy choices. And those who choose to say, you know what, for the sake of my family, I need to go, you know, Ardeen and her mom and her daughter had to leave their husband behind in Ukraine yeah. so that they would be safe because he can't leave the country because of national mobilization. Yeah. Men 18 to 60 will not be let out because they need, they need to stay to help defend the country. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, there's no easy answers in this. There's and not. No, no and easy I, answers. No. And I agree with you. Um, because many who listen to this are on that on that side of you know committed to Christian nonviolence, and at the same time, even I think I, I guess I've said for years, you know, what I believe is the right choice. When it comes down to my family, I'm not sure I would make it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, and that's fair. And bless you for being honest. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's and, like, uh, what do you do? What, what do you do when you're pushed into that corner? Yeah, so if we can do if we can do anything, we can just pray. I, that's just been my constant prayer. Lord, let let the those who follow you be Christ where they are. Help them to have the strength of character, the integrity, um, and and to just just be who who they are in Christ, and help them to to be committed to that. I know these are difficult mm -hmm. days. Everybody has a different view on on many different topics but as christians we can at least pray for each other and lift each other up and hopefully this morning um you know i'm i'm, I'm still hearing stories i know you must be as well but I'm, I'm i'm praying for the russians as well i'm praying for putin's heart to change i'm praying for you know more stories like i'm hearing about russian soldiers who have put holes in their gas tanks because they don't want to go further and they you know things like that like there's something about the Ukrainian people who are so committed to stopping this and the Russians who just seem a little half-hearted on some fronts. And, uh, you know, I know it's going to get much worse for them. I don't see much hope for Russia not overtaking them at some point. But at the same time, we still have this God who can do amazing things, who can do impossible things. And yeah. um, and we're trusting that, that above all... Um, Christ would be in all and through all and uh, and be the source of help and strength and hope in the midst of all this. Yeah, I, I, no, I agree. And the Russian believers have to come into this equation too. Yeah. But first of all, there's Russia and there's Putin. And the yes, two are not necessarily two completely. And I, I'm so glad you said that because we really need to make that distinction so this doesn't turn into some kind of xenophobic, you know, like conversation, like those dirty Russians oh, yeah, or yeah. something. Um, and yeah, I, and, and I, as well, we... Sorry, we think of those of us who have been around for a bit, namely boomers, think here Russia and we think USSR. Mm -hmm. Two different things, two different equivalent, two different capacities. One one was a major world power, the other is a third world country with nuclear weapons. Yeah. The the output of the GDP of Russia, I've heard it in two different ways. It's half of Italy's or the same as Spain's. Uh. So there, there's all of those things that motivate it. And then I have to remember that, in fact, most evangelical pastors in Russia are Ukrainian. Mm. Wow. That brings it home all again, doesn't it? 
Yeah, and it's I'm, a, a tangled web. And I'm reading stories as well of Russians and Ukrainians that are keeping in contact and praying with each other, you know, during this time. And so it's it's so important what you said. Uh, we have to remove Putin from the Russians, you know, and, and separate those in our minds. And that's two different things. And I think it's a good idea that we also be crying out for those people, especially those in Russia that are protesting. What is it? Over 5,000 people have been arrested. Um, I even Five saw a report. Heard, yeah. Talk about um, this this one last story maybe I can share that I had just seen online. Um, there, there are some cases where little children, you know, I think of the story of you must become like a child to enter the kingdom of heaven. There have been children who have been... Um, sent to detention areas in their school in Russia because they've been protesting in class or at their school. Yeah, yeah. And then, no, I know. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I think, my goodness, these children are, are that committed. And, and children, you know, because I've got a child, um, I know they just tell you what's on their mind, you know. They don't, they don't know to I be... I was one, so I get that. Exactly. Yeah. They don't know to be PC <laughs> and to be so careful as some of us. So God help them. God love them because um, we need to be praying for all of this situation. Well, Fred, I, I, I want to be conscious of your time. I know you have a lot going on, but I think maybe one of the best things we could do is is close in prayer together today and, and once again emphasize that we're going to put these links up uh, on the webpage for the podcast and, and everywhere. But let's pray together. So, Lord, Father God, maker of heaven and earth, you are the God of Abraham, you're the God of Isaac, you're the God of Jacob, you're the God of Israel, you're the God of Ukraine. You're the God of every place that has been created. You are God and Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You are the true living God who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, Lord, have mercy. Hear our prayer this day. And uh, we pray, Lord, that your mercy would reign through all of this, that Christ, mm -hmm. you would intervene and move in ways yes. that are supernatural. We are all trying to figure out ways to help, Lord, on this end of things. And as we pray together as a church, I pray that you would form your people in prayer, that you would form us through your Holy Spirit, not always to take the easiest road, but to take the Christ-like path. And I pray for the church around the world in this time. I pray especially for these people in Ukraine, in Russia, in different areas of the world, that you, Lord, would help people to remember their baptism. You will help them to mm -hmm. remember who they are in Christ first and foremost, and that their witness to the, all those around them, no matter who they are, that somehow it could be clearly seen, these people know Jesus and there's something different about them. And mm -hmm. we pray, Lord, that whether it is they are doing what they feel is best, um, no matter what the situation is, whether it is defending their homeland, whether it is serving food and choosing not to leave for the sake of those who can't leave and who are staying behind to help and serve. And for those that have fled and are now in a refugee situation um, with an already uh, difficult situation in our world with refugees all over, um, the problem just got worse. And we need Christians to be available and able not to build walls, but to create bridges and ways that we can uh, help and reach out and say, in the name of Jesus, we offer you this food, we offer you this water, this home for you to live in. Mm -hmm. And so for those with means to do so, we pray that they will be encouraged and inspired to do that today. 
for those mm-hmm. um, who are in unthinkable situations right now around the world. We lift them up. We pray for Fred's ministry to them and with them and for his own heart and his family's encouragement in this time. Um, give them strength to do what needs to be done. And we pray that for all of our brothers and sisters, as well as for those that don't know you, Lord. They are still precious creatures, creations of you. And we pray for them in this time. Let cooler heads prevail, we pray. We pray for Putin's mm-hmm. repentance, for maybe his removal, if, if it can be done, Lord, in some way. Again, it might be supernatural, but we pray for these things to happen. Um, and we pray that the kingdom of God would come in its fullness. And we could just say, thank you, Lord. That we could look back in these moments and not share in the tragedy, but we can share in the miracles of what God is doing and how you are moving and the way that you are there with people offering water, offering food, offering help and assistance and um, protecting the vulnerable and protecting their homeland. So we pray all these things in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Fred, thank you. Thank you for the work that you do. Thanks for taking some time in your very busy schedule right now to uh, to spend with me and chat. Uh, we're going to put this podcast up as soon as I can get it edited. I usually wait for Wednesday, but I think uh, with times being the way they are, I want to get the word out as quick as we can. So um, that'd be helpful. Yep. Well, uh, we'll keep in touch, and and as as ways present themselves for me or for my listeners to help we want to be as help as much as we can so we're going to keep praying for you and all involved in this situation thank you so much and as i say to my guests every time fred thanks for being one of the voices in my head this week (laughs) it scares me to death but you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) thank you for joining me here this week on voices in my head i hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleyjames.com where you can find out more about me, get my music on vinyl and CD, follow my blog, and even schedule me for a concert or a speaking engagement. Better yet, even a book signing in your neighborhood. You can find all that and more at rickleejames.com. Also, it would mean a great deal to me if you could write a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast will be online. And now, for the benediction. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. God bless you, and thank you for listening to Voices in My Head.